Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, and it is my pleasure to bring you this encouraging message. This is the last of the series of Treat Me Right, but today we're talking about Christian courtesy. That's right, Christian courtesy. So before we jump into the word, go ahead and bow with me if you would. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you for your word. Your word is so good. It is so true. It is right on time for where we need to go. Thank you, Lord, that your desire is for us to have great relationships one with the other. And as we've been looking at one another's in the Bible, God, you have opened up our eyes of understanding so that we might be able to treat others right, like we would want to be treated. So we thank you in advance, even for this word today. In Jesus' name, we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, God bless you. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to Ephesians chapter number five, verse 21. And the Bible records for us. Notice I'm going to say the Bible records for us submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. Submitting that big S word, that word that we don't want to hear, the one that we think is just oh so to get get us and to get our goats and to make us not want to continue to move forward. That it would be, it's a five-letter word, not a four-letter word, submit. When you really understand submission, and we can go on a full series, I know I've taught an entire class on submission, but understand that submission says that you're bringing yourself under someone else. It does not mean that you're subservient. It does not mean that you're less than. It does not mean that you don't matter. It does not mean that you're trivial. But when you submit, it's a willingness to come under, hypostasis, come under another. So we're submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. I also want to go, and I'm going to break this down a little bit more, but I want to also um, talk, well, let me talk to you about the fact that we are following Jesus's example. As Christians, our responsibility is to follow what he does. When we talk about submitting to one another, we're talking about seeking the betterment of others and sacrificing our personal preferences for the good of the body. So when we look at Jesus's example, we can go to John chapter number five, verse 30, and he identifies for us, I can do nothing of my own. I judge own, only as I hear, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will but the will of him that sent me. When we think about what Jesus did, uh, going to the cross, recognizing that he said, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? You have left me. I've taken the sins of the entire world on my shoulders, not because I wanted to do that. And I'm sure he did not want to. How do I know? Because in the garden of Gethsemane, he was there with great drops of blood dealing with the stress of it all. And then turning to the disciples, his posse, the inner circle, and saying, could you not pray with me but one hour? How many times have so many beat him, come against him, they spit on him, they chose a murderer instead of him, when all he did was go around doing good, doing the will of the Father, and he was still willing to go to the cross for you and I. They asked in John, the sixth chapter and the 30th verse, what sign are you going to show us? Well, how can you not see the sign? He was willing to give his entire life. He was seeking the betterment of others, you and I, for the joy that lied before him. He was seeking the betterment, our betterment, 
and he put down his personal preference for us for the good of the body. First Peter chapter number five, verse five, the Bible records for us in the same way, you younger men be subject to the elders and all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Now, we're not going to deal with the young men talking to the older men or the young women talking with the older women. But the fact of the matter is, is that we submit one to another. We clothe ourselves in humility for one another, toward one another. Now, this is resemblance of what we see in the book of Esther. If you recall Esther's story, uh, Esther was Mordecai's um, niece and he was making sure that she was taken care of and she was now the queen, yet she needed to go before the king and ask for permission because Haman was trying to kill the Jews, her people. And no one knew at the time that Esther was also Jewish. But in the fourth chapter in the 16th verse, Esther sent a reply to Mordecai, and this is what she said. She says, go and assemble all the Jews that can be found in Susa and fast for me. Don't eat or drink for three days, day or night. I and my female servants will also fast in the same way. After that, I will go to the king, even if it is against the law. If I perish, I perish. Esther had a willingness then at this juncture to say, I'm going to humble myself, gonna go before another so that we then as a body, as a group of people will be able to be profitable and we can move forward. Ultimately, when we look at submission and I'm going to say this one just in short order for you, we are patterning, patterning ourselves after Christ and the church and the relationship that Christ had with the church. Christ gave himself for the church, yet he is still the head of the church. All the, the church is supposed to submit to Christ. Believers are to submit to God, identified in James chapter number four, verse seven. Believers are also supposed to submit to the spiritual leaders. And I'm gonna say actual spiritual leaders that were called by God, not those that are ungodly, but those called by God identified first Peter chapter number two, verse 13, and Titus chapter number three, verse one. Believers are also supposed to submit to governing authorities, Romans chapter number 13, verse one. And then as we're talking about believers submit one to another. And I know we don't like that word and it does uh, beg the question that we need to have a deeper dive into what submission really does look like, but recognize that we are commanded to submit we are submitting to God. God, I, your word is the authority. You are the sovereign. You are the one that I am looking to and I'm asking for guidance from. And so I'm going to follow what you say. So let me summarize this Christian courtesy for you. If we are going to be submitting one to another and have this courteous attitude and display for each other, one thing we must do is push the potential in others. 
That's right, push the potential. In other words, we encourage their dreams. We're not going to be like Joseph's brothers and say, oh, that dreamer, let's throw him in a pit, sell him into slavery and, don't, and tell dad that he died. We're not going to douse it. We're not going to kill. The Bible says also thou should not kill. And that kill is not just only physical killing, but it's also emotional and spiritual and the, uh, the intellectual killing. We're not trying to do that for anybody. So we're going to push their potential. We're going to encourage them to get more, to do more, to go higher, to go further, because we're not comparing ourselves with them. We recognize that ultimately we want the kingdom of God to come here on this earth. And we know that God has placed them here for such a time as this in Esther 4.4, as well as the fact that God has then uniquely designed them to solve a problem that's here on earth and whatever he has gifted them to do is a benefit to me. I know that was a lot, but we push their potential. The second thing we need to do is to prefer the body. That's right, our preferences, our personal preferences should not usurp what is going to be for the betterment of the entire body. Now notice I said preferences, not values, not principles, not our character. We're not going to put that aside in order to help someone else. Instead, the principles of God are the number one things that we look at. And the Bible is our number one source. We put everything through the lens of the Bible. If it lines up with the word, then we can follow it. But if it's our personal preferences, I would rather not wear blue. I would rather not have on yellow shoes. Those kind of things are personal preferences and they are not salvific in nature. They're not going to cause someone to lose their salvation or not be saved. We are going to then put aside our personal preferences if that is what's called for as a Christian courtesy. The third thing is we're going to have privileged profitability. In other words, we are going to have an attitude that it is a privilege to be able to help another in the body of Christ, to assist them in moving along this journey. We are going to look at it as, hey, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to co-labor with you in order to get them to where they need to go. I'm going to assist them. They might be my assignment, whatever that may be or however that may look like. It's a privilege to be able to serve. But also in that serving, I want it to be profitable. I have a servant's heart so that I would like to be an asset to you and not a liability. Hmm. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. When I am submitting, I should be an asset. I should not be hindering you, holding you back, holding you down, or not allowing you to do all that God has called for you to do. Our task in Christian courtesy is to submit one to another. We're not going to go into those other sides of it, uh, husbands submitting to their wives or wives submitting to their husbands. We're not going to go into the older submit, the younger submitting to the older. We're not going to go into that. Just know that your attitude, your willingness, and your hands and feet should then all follow so that the kingdom of God is glorified because you showed up. Let's bow. Most gracious Father God, we need to have a humble attitude. You said it's not by power, not by might, but by your spirit. And God, we lean into that today. We recognize that we would not be where we are. We would not have what we have, the giftings or the abilities, if you had not given it. So thank you 
for the gifts that you have given. Thank you for the places that you have taken us. Thank you for the grace space that you've allowed us to walk in. But God, we recognize that we are absolutely nothing if it had not been for you. So we come before you asking, knowing that promotion only comes from you, not from the north, south, east, or west, but God, we lean in, we yield to you. But we also, as you've commanded, we submit one to another. And sometimes that may be difficult because it seems that they might be trying to control us. Help us to stand firm on our character, the character that you've given us so that our DNA lines up with yours. Help us to stand firm on your principles, never shirking or, or stepping back from what you have called us to do. Help us to always be mindful of what your word says and follow that 100%, 99 and a half just won't do. God, we're asking that if it's our personal preference, that you would make it known to us that we can step back and we don't have to have it our way, but we can allow others to do what you've called them to do so that we can see it better. We are truly better together. We want to see your kingdom come. We want to see your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We want them to reach their highest potential. We want to push them to do just that. Help us to have a willing heart to say, here I am, Lord, send me help. Help us to assist them as they have that willing heart to say, if you're sending them, I will assist them. God, we just need you to come alongside of us so that we will then downplay ourselves. Similar to what John said, Jesus is here. He must be lifted up and I must be uh, must take myself to a lower level of a state, recognizing exactly what he brings to the table. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that reminder that us together, all of us together, make for a better unity in the body of Christ, which will allow others to also come in, but allow us to be lifted up as well. God, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do on our behalf, how you're going to show us what we need to do differently, how you're going to change our attitudes, clean our hearts and our minds so that we line up with your word and your will and your way. It's in Jesus' wonderful name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, God bless each and every one of you. Yes, submission may seem hard, but it's really not. We then turn over the responsibility to someone else and recognize that God is holding them accountable and not us. All we are here to do is but assist. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your week. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, helping you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. God bless. You can find us online at shantahaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at ShantaeHaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.